Hey everyone, I'm Anthony. And I'm Kate. And this is 2000s of Pop Odyssey. It seems like just yesterday we were talking about our favorite emo tracks. I know, we <laughs> needed to add something into the mix, do a little bonus episode, which is why we're back, because we're feeling a bit down after all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having to listen to that. So we thought, since it's Pride Month, we do an episode about our favorite Pride songs. Now, one thing that's weird is, so Kate and I, as we said before, live in British Columbia, which is in Canada. Vancouver is the city. And our pride is not in Pride Month. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is so weird. (laughs) So for us, it's kind of weird doing it now. But since most of the world's pride is in June, I figured we should do it now. Yeah. It's like pride things happen here in June. Like, you'll see, you know, a lot more rainbows around town. But the Pride events are in August. I've really been meaning to find out why. I honestly feel like it just has to do with, like, permits for events with the city. Like, maybe there was too many marathons on the weekends in June, usually. And yeah. so, like, the Pride Society was like, oh, okay, what week can we have? Anyways, it's usually August. Do you also think it has to do with the weather here? Because it's so hit and miss in June. I know, and the thing <laughs> like, about August is that it's usually, like, the parade day in particular is usually, like, roasting hot. Yeah, like, that weekend usually is always pretty good. Yeah. Because I've wondered that, too. I know. Anyway, so, but we're going to have a little Pride episode for you now, and we're going to play some songs that make us think of Pride. So, my first one is a newer song I actually haven't danced to it at Pride yet because, like, last year there was no Pride and the year that it came out... No, I was here, so maybe I did dance to it in the Pride of 2019. But it's from my fave, Taylor Swift. remember how excited I was when she says the like Shane never made anybody less gay part I was like oh, yeah. this song is about being gay yeah kind of. well and sh- and also if you look up the lyrics where where it says why are you sad when you can be glad it's like the capital it's spelled like yeah yeah like the glad organization I remember um when I watched the lyric video my partner at the time didn't know that that was like a gay thing and so I was like oh this is like the because gl- when, when it came up that way I'm like hmm I'm thinking this is about like being gay or gay rights or whatever and then he was like what and then I explained it to him oh. so yeah okay <laughs> anyway that's so yeah this is like, the person who didn't know who Julie Andrews was yes uh, all right all right <laughs> but anyway that song is I think it's a really I mean it's a very basic pop song but I like it because it also um like talks about female empowerment in the first verse and how you know pop press tries to pit pop stars against each other and all that stuff so yeah it's good yeah I love this song uh in like peak COVID when I was like at home a lot I actually had a Skype session with a friend in New York and we tried to play this 
on ukulele together. <laughs> and I mean, it didn't. How did work. it go? It was bad. It was. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were great, but you know, like the delay and all that. But you know, uh, this is. It's hard to believe this is from Taylor Swift's like album <laughs> three, like three albums ago. I know. I know. Yeah. And I feel like we didn't. It sucks that I feel like we didn't really get a proper, like era as they say from this album we didn't we didn't get a tour but we didn't get a tour. you know what this is still a fantastic pride song and i really like the video for it too it's just everything you want very colorful in yeah. one video yeah lots of like diversity in the video and then i just also like that this is part of taylor swift's own journey from her like you know quite conservative country, country roots, roots to you know ending up in this this video and writing these lyrics yeah and of course anything that taylor does is always criticized when she did do this everyone was like well she's too late this should have come out like four or five years ago and it's just like oh, oh yeah God. and also like <laughs> why is she centering herself in this like you know conversation about gayness or whatever oh yeah and then she did her hair like you know her hair is blue in the video it's like the bisexual flag I guess and everyone's like she's saying she's bisexual she's gay baiting and I was just like oh my god uh, well, <laughs> anyway I know what's... there's always criticism <laughs> of all these things. well that this issue will come up again <laughs> later on okay, in, this, okay. in this podcast but uh, one of my favorite pride songs is a throwback this is George Michael <laughs> I, that, I love that song so much. It's great. It's just a classic. It makes you happy. I like the lyrics of not belonging to people. And also, I mean, like, it's George Michael. It's George Michael. The video, like, he looked really great in it. He has all these supermodels. Yeah. What more do you need? What more do you need? I think it's like, isn't it shot in black and white, too? It makes it extra, like, sexy. Yeah, there's a mood, <laughs> mood to it for sure. Okay, so my second song actually has nothing to do with being gay, but I feel like it just encompasses a lot of gay lifestyle and culture. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, like, every time it comes on, whether it's Pride or regular night out or in my home, I always have to dance around, and that is Robin's Dancing on My Own. I played this part because this next verse is my favorite.
I love when she says stilettos and broken bottles because I just like get that image of when you're in a club and you know like when you're dancing and you hit maybe not a broken bottle but how many times I've like knocked over someone's glass on the dance floor or they just like hit it and I kind of like that it's like a really fun dance song but it's a little bit melancholy like the oh. words are so melancholy <laughs> yeah it's definitely got that melancholy vibe to it I know exactly what you mean it's like you can dance to it but it's a bit sad <laughs> totally and I think that also is very much like what going out to a club can be like sometimes <laughs> like have you? I don't know if you're a Lord fan, but her album Melodrama is really good. When it, like she paints this good picture of like how exciting it is to go out, but like when the lights go on at the end of the night, sometimes it's left feeling empty, and that's kind of what I feel with this song. Yeah, there's a couple other songs that also give me that feeling. I think like Sia's Chandelier is like that yes, too, yeah. and then also there's this group. But I don't know if you know the the Postal Service. I know of them, yeah. Such great heights. Yes. Yeah, they put out just, like, that one album. But there's this song there on that album that's like, this place is in prison and these people aren't your friends. (laughs) And, like, it reminds me of, like, yeah, sometimes you're you're at a club or a party and you're like in it and you're having the most amazing time and then other times you're just like what am I doing here yeah no totally so yeah I can see why you chose this song it's really awesome one quick fact before we go to your second song Mm -hmm. I just learned that she lost out on the Grammy for like dance vocal recording of the year to Rihanna for Only Girl in the World. And I was like, those are two yeah. tough choices. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's cool. I'm glad it was. T- she lost out to, like, a great song, and it wasn't like, she lost out to this super crappy yeah, song. Yeah, or one we're like, what? We've all forgotten <laughs> about. Okay, this is a throwback. Okay. And it is by Cindy Lauper. I know. Get your Kleenex ready. <laughs> you might cry a bit. But see your She's such a gay icon. She is. This, I guess, the album that this song is from, this is the only song that she actually didn't write or co-write. Somebody else wrote it, who's, like, a famous songwriter. Whose name, I don't know. Who I can't remember. But she said that this song resonated with her because... It reminded of her of her friend, uh, I think his name is like Gregory Natal, who was a gay friend of hers who died of AIDS. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, That's... Cindy Lauper herself is, uh, her sister is gay. Okay. And she runs a foundation called True Colors. I know. And actually our friend Matt, a few years ago, gave... He made a donation in my name for my birthday to the True Colors Foundation. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And if that were not enough, the song is also in the Save the Last Dance soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot that this is a thing that happened. Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake 
re-recording oh. it. For, yeah, for Trolls, the movie. Yes, now I was like, oh yeah, I was in Trolls. So there's lots of different versions of it. It's a very iconic song. Yeah, it is. And I see why. So my third song is a bit more modern, though it's actually still 10 years old, believe it or not, and that's Lady Gaga. I do have thoughts, and so I, this might be another time where you and I disagree. I don't love this song. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you get, to get out, but we're at we're your house. house. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, out of this whole album, this is one of my least favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. I Is it pandering? <sighs> yes, I'm going to... Okay, but Taylor Swift's song's not, but this one is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fight, fight. No, fight. I'm not even because you got me. Yeah, Taylor Swift, they're all pandering a little bit, right? I think with this one, when it came out though, for some reason I felt like it was more pandering. Like now I'm not, now I'm like, okay, looking back on it, I'm like, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was just trying to be like, I don't know, supportive of LGBTQ. But for some reason at that time, I remember being like, this song is pandering to like call her gay fans. Right. Yes. Well, What's interesting is that Lady Gaga identifies as a bisexual, and she also had... Remember when she made the video for Telephone, and there was, like, this weird rumor that, like, she had a penis? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And her response to that was, like, maybe I do. I don't care. Like, if you want to think I have a penis, I have a penis. So I, I think that there's... And then in 2009... She spoke out uh, against, like, the the U.S. military's, like, don't ask, don't tell mm-hmm. policy. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like she has a history of, uh, one, being a queer person and also being an advocate for the gay community. And also there's just a huge gay following, like, from her first album. So right. just in general, like, is it pandering to, like, write a song that you think will resonate with your fan base? I don't know. I don't think so. But but there's definitely some problems in this song. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say, but I want it you say. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to say it. So, you know, the message of the song is very clear. It's just like, love yourself, believe in yourself. It doesn't matter who you are, what gender, what race, what orientation you are. And then the race part gets weird because there's lyrics in there about, like, being from the Orient. Yeah, that- <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and it's, like, awkward, and there's lots of people who... Uh, some people spoke out about it at the time, and the general consensus was, like, I can see what she's trying to do, but this is, like, she needs to find something else that rhymes better than some of the words she chose. I feel okay, because when, when it came out in 2011, or whenever it was, I remember when, the, like, I did think that was a weird word to use even then. I was like, oh, I don't really... You don't really hear about this. Like, I wasn't a... F- okay, well, I'm not 
of Asian descent. So I wasn't like offended, but I remember being kind of like weird. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit like. Yeah, I think I thought the same thing too. And like, but it kind of like goes by really quick in the, the song. And then I just didn't hear much about it. But people definitely talked about it and were generally like, look, we don't think that this is like intended to be racist, but this is not a good, not good lyric choices. And then the lyrics were updated. Oh. So there's a newer version where she says uh, Asian and Latinx. Okay. So, and then, although when I read about that, somebody was like, which is still cringy. And I was like, is it? I don't know. I think we all get the general idea of what she's saying. And, like, who knows? Maybe it will be updated again. Just, like, keep updating it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... You know that a song has made an impact when we can talk about it for this long, and it's interesting. The other reason I don't really love the song has nothing to do with pandering. I just don't think it's very (laughs) good. Like, she stole... It sounds like Madonna. Like, it sounds like Express Yourself. Which is a great song. Which is amazing. Yeah. But I remember, like, I was like, this sounds like it. And then that, and then after I thought that, there were, like, I think there were articles about her. There was, like, it was a known thing about how, like, she, Madonna, I think, got pissed off. Oh, yeah. I saw a Madonna concert (laughs) where she, I don't think, where she referenced the fact that, like. Yeah. Yeah. That Born This Way sounded exactly like her song. But honestly, Madonna was, like so unpleasant during that whole concert that she didn't really win much sympathy from me. How many times have you seen her? Just once. And I would never see her again. So I've seen her three times. The first two times she was nice. The last time was the time that you saw her. Like we, Yeah, she was like she openly was horrible. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Like I feel like I should apologize for coming to your concert. She was, she was like mad. Yeah. That, yeah, it was weird. Um, I do love Lady Gaga. It's just funny that this is one of her like most famous songs, and it's I would rather listen to like almost anything else with her. <laughs> okay. Except for maybe Joanne. But besides <laughs> that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that we can agree on. But I get it's it's very much a pride song. Um, my last one is a new song that I think maybe could be one of this year's big pride songs. It's by Little Mix, Galantis, and David Guetta. Or Guetta, Guetta, it's called Heartbreak Anthem. like a pretty good song i like the beat it's very like out there the video is like all glittery they're dressed as like um burlesque dancers and then when i saw that i was like i want to go dance into a club with oh, glitter, glitter. <laughs> you had me at glitter anthony yeah you because kate's a big glitter fan oh i mean who doesn't love glitter it's true actually Lots I think lots of people, people don't. don't. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I send people cards for, like, birthdays and stuff that have glitter on them, and then I just kind of feel like a jerk, but it also brings me delight to know that they're going to open it and then just have, like, glitter all over their house. Yeah. But I like glitter. I mean, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but it's in the, mo- the moment it gets fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's about celebration. Yeah. And I think that's... What our whole episode right now is about. Yeah. Celebrating 
Pride. Pride. Um, Sorry, that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't think of anything more profound than that to say. Neither can I. I was just distracted by my neighbor's door being slammed shut or whatever just happened. Anyway, that was our surprise Pride episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, We will be back next month with... With Backstreet Boys. Right? It's kind of... Astonishing that we haven't done them yet when you were doing a podcast about early 2000s pop music. We've been saving them for a special occasion. Yes. Which is after we're vaccinated. Yeah, because we, we might have a guest join us. Yeah, the plan is to have a guest because we do have a, a friend who's a pretty diehard Backstreet Boy fan. Yeah. And yeah, in the meantime, you are welcome to find us on Instagram, 2000poppity. Mm-hmm. And you can always message us there and tell us your thoughts and uh, yeah, any suggestions for bands or people you want us to talk about. Yeah, and don't forget to uh, follow us, rate us, review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, because apparently that is what people say at the end of the other podcasts that I've listened to. <laughs> say that. Some of them have merch. We don't have We don't merch. have any merch. <laughs> But anyway, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye.